You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to help you plan that unbelievable travel experience. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. The following segment is from The Look Ahead on the SB Nation NFL Show, where we're discussing your favorite team. Subscribe to the SB Nation NFL Show to make sure you don't miss conversations like this one. Ed, you said it and everyone's been saying it. NFC lease and all that. But you know what? The division is still up for grabs. And if you're a fan of the Giants or a fan of the Eagles, you're watching this game and you're interested. And so I know that the records aren't good, but it matters. Yeah, it does. You know, I've I've said this at Big Blue View. It's it's amazing. It's embarrassing. It's annoying. It's it's all of those things. But you know what? It's also a game that has first place implications. As weird as that seems, it has first place implications. So it's a big football game. Yeah, it's between two bad teams, but it's a big game. And that's what you care about as a fan. So we're going to talk about it as it is a big game. Uh, big news for the Eagles and that Lane Johnson and Deshaun Jackson look like they're going to play. They were limited in practice on Wednesday, but Doug Peterson said he thinks they're going to play. As a Giant fan, Ed, are you a little nervous now that Carson Wentz is actually going to have somebody to throw the ball to for a change? Well, you know, from from a Giants perspective, we're not really allowed to talk about that that particular D- Deshaun person. We're just we're just not allowed to talk about him. You know, it's bad mojo, whatever. We're just not allowed to talk about that particular player. Carson Wentz almost beat the Ravens last week without 80% of his offensive line, his top three receivers, his top two tight ends, and his best running back for most of the game. If he's starting to get some weapons back, maybe he can kind of round into form and look a little bit more like that guy that was in the running for MVP a few years ago. You know, it's amazing. You uh, you listen to to the folks in Philly. You read, you know, you read Bleeding Green Nation, and you know they're 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 ready to to throw Carson Wentz off of a bridge in Philly. You know <laughs> they 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 really are. But Carson Wentz Carson Wentz is a good NFL quarterback. I mean, he's not Aaron Rodgers, but he's a good NFL quarterback. I mean, this guy has been running for his life all season. He hasn't had Lane Johnson, Brandon Brooks, Andre Dillard, Jason Peters. You know, what has he had for an offensive line? I think I looked at the stats the other day, and he's he's on pace to be sacked 66 times this season. 66 times. I think his career high in times he, he's been sacked is, is somewhere in the 30s. So the the guy's running for his life. He's got no he's had no receivers. How is anybody in that circumstance going to put up any numbers? So I mean, I haven't studied all of the film of of Wentz this year. If you want to say he misses an open receiver once in a while, fine. But but if you can't protect your quarterback, if you've got no one for him to throw to, then then, then his numbers are going to stink. You sound strangely sympathetic for the guy that runs Big Blue View. No, I'm not sympathetic, but but I understand this because I 
people spent years, you know, criticizing Eli Manning. And this is what I said for years and years and years. He drops back, he's getting killed, and he throws the ball to a bunch of guys who he pretty much introduced himself to two or three days ago. So, <laughs> you know, a, a, th- I mean, there were years when the guys, Giants were picking up free agents on Tuesdays and playing them on Sunday. And, and you, you just can't succeed that way. I just, you know, I guess my point is I understand that Wentz is a better player than his numbers indicate. And I keep looking at this Philly team and, and, and you know, I've, I've said it to Philly people before and it's like they won the Super Bowl three years ago and I thought they were set up with a young roster, cost-controlled roster of, you know, of guys. I thought they were set up for a nice long run and it just hasn't happened. The windows close fast in the NFL. I mean, look at the Rams. They win the Super Bowl a couple years ago, missed the playoffs last year. 49ers are in the Super Bowl last year. This year, starting off struggling. I mean, thing, life comes at you fast, as the kids say. And, uh, you know, they, they're trying to work their way through it now and hopefully getting some offense back with the return of he who shall not be named. Um, <laughs> yeah, we don't, we don't mention that name. And we also don't punt to him either. We do not yeah, punt to not? him. <laughs> I, I watched that highlight actually this morning. I don't know. It came up in my Twitter feed. It is incredible that number one, that they punt to him. And then number two, he fumbles the, the ball as soon as it comes to him. Then he just picks it up and flies to the end zone. It was like the parting of the blue sea. <laughs> <laughs> and then immediately, I, I'll never forget this. They smash cut to Coughlin coming off the sideline, looking like he's going to murder the punter. And, you know, after that year, Matt Dodge never worked in the NFL again. Jeez, <laughs> oh, Sean Jackson ending careers over here. Um, on the Giants side of things, Ed, for, you know, we talk about the Eagles' struggles on offense. The Giants are worse. The Giants can't score at all. They've only scored 101 points this season. That's the third lowest in, in the entire NFL. I know Saquon Barkley's hurt, and that that obviously is a factor, but – you got to be able to score points and offense has never been easier. What's going on? Well, you're absolutely right. You've got to be able to score touchdowns. And the biggest thing with the Giants has been lack of, of what everybody refers to as explosive plays. And some of that comes from not having Saquon Barkley. Maybe some of that comes from Sterling Shepard having been out for a while. I think some of that also comes from really not using Evan Ingram correctly. The Giants are using him on a lot of short, quick little throws rather than getting him down the field or at least getting him on crossing routes where he can try to outrun somebody and get up the field. But the other thing of it is Daniel Jones has made several critical mistakes in the red zone at the goal line this year that have cost the Giants touchdowns. You cannot drive the ball for 19 plays like they did against Pittsburgh and come away with zero points. You cannot drive the ball for 14 plays like they did, I think, against the Cowboys and get down inside the 10-yard line and come away with zero points. You just cannot do those things. Actually, I think that was actually against Washington the other day. But but you can't do those things and take points away from away from your team. And they're just 
NFL games come down to a handful of plays and you just can't make those those kinds of, of critical errors. Yeah, I've said it on this show. I've said it on other shows. Sometimes playing quarterback is all about the worst thing that you do during a game. And the worst thing that Daniel Jones does is he's always either turning the ball over or just putting the ball on the ground. And those are drive killers, absolute drive killers, especially when not only do you take touchdowns off the board, but when you turn it over, you take field goals off the board, too. You know, everybody, if you watch an NFL game, every quarterback makes a handful of mistakes during a game. Every quarterback will miss an open receiver once in a while. Every quarterback will probably, you know, throw a ball once in a while that he probably shouldn't have thrown. Daniel Jones just has this, or so far in his career, he has this this habit of making those mistakes at the most spectacularly awful times imaginable. <laughs> that's uh, that's not a good quality to have uh, for any quarterback, let alone uh, the guy that you're hoping is going to be your franchise guy for years to come. When it does come to that offense, to me, this season right now with who you have out there, the most special aspect of it is Daniel Jones running the ball. Do you think we're going to see some more designed runs for Daniel Jones? I mean, he broke out last week. What did he have, a 49-yard run? Like, he can scoot, and and that's the best thing you got going for you if you're the Giants. I think you have to. I think you almost have to because they're not getting the big explosive plays in the passing game the way that you'd like to. Devonta Freeman is a nice running back. He, you know, they've they've figured out what he does pretty well. But we talk about explosive plays, and I've seen a handful of plays over the past two weeks where Devonta Freeman gets to the second level and he's, you know, maybe eight yards downfield, and he's one-on-one with a safety. And I'm thinking, if that's Barkley, that's 50, and he's gone. Yeah. And and Devonta Freeman gets his eight yards and goes back to the huddle. And, and it's a huge difference. It's a huge difference when, you know, he's a good, solid running back, but he's but he, but he's not gonna break that 50 yard run. He's not gonna make people miss and run away from him in the secondary. And and it makes a big, a big difference. I mean, that said, the Giants have to get better on offense. I don't know, stats. You know, I'm going to let you pick this game first. The Eagles are giving four and a half in this one. Um, Far be it for me to cause a little disturbance in the pod, but I have to go with the Eagles in this one, Ed. I'm sorry. It feels to me like the Giants are just beaten down. It feels to me like they don't expect to win any games, that they've just sort of resigned themselves, that this is a lost year, even though they're still technically in it. I don't feel a sense of urgency from the Giants. With the Eagles, I do. I mean, they're getting beat by the Ravens last week, and they almost come all the way back. If Doug Peterson calls a better two-point conversion play, that game is tied up at the end of the game there. I feel like there's urgency from Philly. Deshaun Jackson is back. Maybe they start to get a little bit healthier. Carson Wentz is playing better now than he did earlier in the year. And I don't know if you're aware of this, Ed, but the Eagles are going with the black jerseys. And they are 5-0 and against the Giants when wearing their black jerseys. So I'll take the Eagles and I'll lay the points. All good things, all bad things come to an end, Stats. Always. They always come to an end. And 
I look at it this way. They can be the Eagles are like you said, they're five and zero in their black jerseys. They're they've beaten the Giants seven straight times. Wow, they've beaten the Giants twenty out of the last twenty four times that they've played. But I'm going to disagree with you on the fact that I think that 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 the Giants are beaten down. I think that when I look at these teams in the NFL. NFC East, the Cowboys should be better than they are. The Eagles should be better than they are. And maybe if they get healthy, maybe they will be better than they are. But right now, today, as we do this show, the Giants are one in five. And I would make an argument that based on the way they've played, the team that might be on the upswing in the NFC East, the team that might be getting better you know, week over week, is the Giants. I just have to believe that sooner or later they're going to beat this team. They're going to beat the Eagles. Sooner or later this has to change. And and maybe I'm wearing my blue-colored glasses, you know, <laughs> but but I'm going to pick the Giants to, to pull the upset tonight. And believe it or not, I'm the only one on the Big Blue View staff who has made that pick. So maybe I'm wearing the blue colored glasses, you know, maybe, maybe I need to go see the eye doctor. I don't know. <laughs> a lot of gamblers have lost a lot of money betting on streaks to end Ed. I will say that. Yeah. But you know, there, there, there's no money. I'm just, I'm just recommending other people spend their money. I'm not spending <laughs> any of my own. <laughs> That's the best way to do it. Make sure you don't miss our next conversation by subscribing to the SB nation NFL show, wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, this is Scott Galloway, author, professor, entrepreneur, and most importantly, host of the Prop G Podcast. We got a special series running on right now called The Future of Work, where I answer all your questions on, surprise, The Future of Work. Questions including, what are we missing when we work remotely? Or how do we handle work-life balance when a major opportunity comes knocking? From the provocative to the technical, we're offering insights you won't want to miss. So tune in to The Future of Work, a PropGPod special sponsored by Canva. You can find it on the PropGPod wherever you get your podcasts.